Here we go. It's time for Scoony G's Daily Dose Podcast. Come on, y'all. Turn up. Who's with me? Yeah, come on, come on. On today's episode, we have Lori Tucker is in the house. So tell us about what you're doing today. I know you have some charities that you're involved with, and I know you're also a vegan. Talk a little bit about that. Okay, well, charity-wise, I'd like to bring up St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital because I am a mother of a cancer survivor daughter. Uh, my daughter was diagnosed with bilateral retinoblastoma at 19 months old, and that's a very rare cancer of the eyes. Mm. Extremely rare. And she's 20 now and good, but she does have a prosthetic left eye. And oh, wow. um, going through that and living at the hospital and actually watching families go broke, lose their house, lose their apartment, because when you have an infant and a child in a hospital with cancer, you can't leave and go to work. Yeah. You can't leave and do anything. You have to be there with them. Um, so there goes part of your income. Yeah. And insurance runs out because some of these treatments are two years long. Uh, so with St. Jude's, I got involved with them because it, no parent ever has to pay. I, I was just going to ask you that. I see their commercials. Yes. And they're one of the top ten at the top of, of you know, nonprofits to donate to. So they, they cover housing. They cover treatment. They cover food and everything for the parent and the child. And, and is that uh, St. Jude's is a nationwide hospital? It is, it is nationwide and they share, they're a you know, teaching hospital, they do a lot of research, so they share their information with everybody else. My daughter was treated at Children's Hospital Los Angeles, they share their information, and my friend Patrick Warburton, who I've known since you know, our, our 20s, <laughs> early 20s, um, we were at the same agency and you know, he went on to become Putty and Seinfeld and a million voiceovers, Joe nice. and Family Guy and everything you, you know him from. Uh, he started to work with, now he, I have six brothers and he is literally the only man that would come to the hospital and visit Trinity and he did it a few times. Wow. Because my brothers having kids themselves, it was too upsetting for them. Wow. You know, I mean they saw her after and you know, things like that, but it was hard. So. Um, I always appreciated that and wow. good friends with his family and our Shout kids. Shout out to St. Jude. And, and Patrick. So he started wow. the Warburton and it's been an amazingly, it's 14 years now, successful uh, fundraiser. It's in Palm Desert and they nice. have amazing music night. You guys go out and get tickets for this. You got Alice Cooper headlines and you probably have 15 Hall of Famers you know, music hall of famers that, that come up and play. And I know sing. Alice is really big on uh, giving back to he charities is. as well. He's he really is. big on that. And it's a golf tournament too and a gala. Oh yeah, he's big on that yeah. too. So how can people, if they wanted to donate, mm -hmm. how would they go about doing that? You can go to the go to the site and donate directly to St. Jude's. If you want to help the Warburton, the money goes directly to St. Jude's. It goes toward that fundraiser and that is at the Warburton. Um, yeah, warburton.com, it'll pop up. It'll okay. be a place to donate. If you want to donate items, if you want to donate trips, if you want to donate an, an item, anything, anything, everything sells. So I help with the silent auction. 
Beautiful. Yeah, and um, so I get. You know what? Now I'm thinking about it. That's kind of how you and I met. We were talking about doing a charity event, and I think I reached out to you because I saw that you were a philanthropist, and I said, you know, I have this kids rock studio thing that I'm doing, which is amazing. And uh, would you want to be a part of it? You just immediately, without hesitation, said absolutely, and we've stayed in touch since then. The pandemic hit. I know. And And so we kind of took a little three three year uh, (laughs) distant route you know, say thank you to people that do that, such as yourself, because, you know, often it's the people that have gone through the bad stuff, like the parents that we start the fundraising and we fundraise and we do it and we just got to get everybody else on board, you know, to be passionate about it. I think one of our, not even one of them, but our main duty on this planet as humans is is. to give back. We have to have each other's backs. We We have have to help each other. If you focus on giving back, I mean, let me, let, me ch- let me change that. When you're on the airplane and they say, if the plane's going down, take the mask, put it on yourself first, then go save some lives. I'm so into that right now. You can help others, but you have to help yourself first. Absolutely. So help yourself. And through the helping of yourself, Reach out and help others because it's really our duty on this planet to do that. Don't be afraid to volunteer. No. I just recently found out I work at Cedar sinai as okay. a volunteer music therapist. Okay. I've been there for six years now. And, I, and people always ask me, why do you do it? Why do you do it? Of course, I do it for the patients. And I've seen mm-hmm. literal miracles happen yes. from going to a patient getting at the foot of their bed and playing acoustic guitar on their feet. No, I really, kinda... I, you know, that makes me want to cry because oh. living in the hospital and seeing the volunteers that come, firemen that have their own families at home on Christmas Day, their own kids, will get, grab some toys and come down and just go into the rooms and hand them out. And it was, it's, it's overwhelming. Your heart overwhelming. bursts. And I will have to tell you, my daughter Trinity um, would be in such agony. She'd be ready for some morphine. And they'd bring the dogs in from Love on Paws. People yes. would bring their dogs in, yes. volunteer, uh-huh. put the doggies on the bed with Beautiful. the kids, and Beautiful. she wouldn't even need morphine. Yes, that's the way. And, and dogs, so at Cedars, they have what they call it the pooch program. Yes. And so they have the dogs come in. They have another program, uh, teens that go around and just deliver flowers and deliver yes. magazines. It's just the Every human. Every little bit of positive the human thing. experience. And now even... The, the uh, connection with animals. Yes. It's so powerful. It's so powerful. And we know music and can music, change the world. We had a lot of music volunteers come in. It was just as powerful. Just, wow. So I found out Cedars was a nonprofit. I had no idea that. <laughs> I had no idea. That Cedars-Sinai was a nonprofit hospital. So shout out to all my folks over there at Cedars-Sinai. Thank you for uh, having... I'm not Scooney G over at Cedar sinai <laughs> I have my scrubs that I'm wearing. So I'm just Michael Hunter at Cedar okay. sinai And, uh, of course, we're helping patients. But you know what? It helps me. It, yes, it does. It helps yeah. me. It's a joy to give back yes. and to feel that energy from the universe. Yes. Uh, so it is. I would recommend volunteering to anybody in any capacity you can. It is so rewarding. It is. It really is rewarding. And you're a vegan. And I'm a vegan. You're a vegan. Yeah. No wonder you look great. <laughs> Thank you. But, you know, I started working in animal rescue. Okay. You know, we all love animals. Yes. Um, and then I just started to see through that, um, you know, the bad stuff and, you know, what 
you know, how that piece of chicken gets to your plate or that hamburger gets to your plate. And we were so far from that, you know, and we just don't want to tell ourselves what really goes on. And of course the health benefits are amazing. Yes. But what keeps me vegan is that because I think if you're vegan for your health only, there's, we always have those days where like, I'm going to have a rack of ribs and a slab of cheesecake (laughs) and I'll get back on this tomorrow, you know, and, and take care of myself. But when you think about what happens to the animals, then you, uh, that, that, that keeps you there. So f- for me, I don't have to be a hypocrite, <laughs> you know, Good. say I care and I care about, you know, rights and this right and that right. And then not, you know, oh, well, on Sundays, I'm not going to care about that right. You know, and th- the thing that I've been learning over it, not too, not too long ago, but I've been learning that we are all, all of our bodies are so different. Mm-hmm. So what may work for you may not work for the next person over there. Um, I actually know someone that their doctor doctor recommended that they eat more red meat because they were diagnosed with a disease where the red meat actually helps their body. So for everybody, it's different. So I'm not saying to follow any one thing, just whatever makes you feel healthy and good. And for me, like I said, it's not a diet. So people, you know... um, can go around and around on the, on the health aspects of it, you know? So, um, but like I said, that's what keeps me vegan. And I mean, all my vegan friends are thriving and looking good. I, 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 I would say the same. I'm <laughs> and not, I wish, and all my friends and myself always wish we'd done it sooner. Same here. So I'm not a complete vegan. Yeah, yeah. I will eat chicken occasionally yeah. and I will eat fish. Yeah. But I haven't had red meat probably for... 20 something years and I remember when I stopped eating red meat I just felt better yeah it wasn't uh, uh, you know for me it wasn't I mean now yeah. I know about the just animals but I just I just felt better so yeah. I stayed with it and now if I actually do eat some red meat occasionally it's okay but I it reminds you feel better me better not <laughs> yeah it reminds me of how I felt when I used to eat it regularly right. I mean I'm from an African American family we were weaned on pork. Oh my gosh, too. Pork chops? So, you kidding? So, yeah. Every Sunday yeah. it was bacon, you know, yeah, and, you know, yeah. pork chops and, Definitely. you know, so. I mean, I, I don't judge because it, I've been vegan nine years. Okay. You know, I okay. was not vegan the majority of my life, you okay. know. Okay. So I totally, I totally get it. It's like, it's like when you quit smoking, finally you're smoking cigarettes and you go, oh my God, I'm going to die. You know? Yeah, yeah. I got to go this. And it's something clicks in your head. And with that part of it, you know, it clicks in your head and you see things and you can't unsee it. And that's okay, how that, so that's I'm, how I'm, I'm getting ready <laughs> throw, I'm getting ready to throw her a curveball right now just because uh, I kind of warned her and told her I was going to do it. So how's your love life? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that was out of left field. How's your love life? Well, I mean, they want to know. Guys out there want to know. Guys, don't you want to know what's going on with this woman? Okay, hi. Okay. <laughs> How's it going? How you doing? No, um, been divorced for a while now. Uh, was with my ex for a very, very long time. Um, so right now, just dating. There it is. So how just can dating. those guys get in touch with you? My goodness. <laughs> this, is, this is just turned into a dating show. Uh, yeah, so... Um, you're on Instagram. I know that. Yes, I am. That's kind of the <laughs> Has that thing. just become a dating site? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just become. It's been <laughs> thirst trap. You don't have the thirst yeah, trap. Yeah, I don't though. have the thirst trap. You don't have going that on. problem. No. But they can find you just Lori Tucker on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, Tucker underscore Lori. It's very, very uh, creative name. <laughs> I wanted 
MT Vegan. Like MTV, MTV vegan. vegan. Uh, it was taken. It was taken, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'll think of something sometime. <laughs> wow. So you got the scoop here on the Scooney G Daily Dose. Lori Tucker is singing. <laughs> let me tell you my side because it's only fair. I'm actually single too. Okay. So uh, I was uh, in a long term relationship as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, recently, well, a year, yeah. it's been almost to the date. And, uh, you know, in LA, it's really an interesting place to be yeah. when you're single because you just, I mean, there's a lot of people to meet, yes. but to meet that special person, it's, it's, I don't know about you, but it's kind of hard, yeah. I, I think. It is. It so, is. Um, yeah. got to <laughs> go through the weeds. You got to, you got, you got to go through it. <laughs> Find um, a flower. <laughs> yeah. And there's, no, there's no shortage of beautiful yeah. people out there. Yeah. But um, you want to find the real people, the real people. Yeah. And uh, it's 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 a challenge. But, hey, you know, we're still alive, yeah. even though we're in the over 50 club. I, I tell people this, you know, my kids are raised now. Yes. This is my time. Yeah, absolutely. I'm on my time right now. Well, I think much like you, I get to go to sleep when I want to go to sleep when you want to wake up, when wake I want up to. when you want to I get to go, <laughs> go where you want to. You know. Talk to I, who I you want to talk to. living at home and one that comes back and forth. But, um, but basically, yeah, it's our time now. It's our time now. It's nice to have some self-time. Yes. And do some things that you want to do. And, you know, I was a, a wife and a mom for many, many years. And I didn't, you know, you know that's what you do. And, and I, I love it. And, and I've seen you, you go out. I can go out and Yeah, go you to go out to events. And, like, yeah. Yeah. And so I, I was going to say, I've seen your some of your posts and you're out at something at the rainbow and then some concert i know the guys are always inviting <laughs> you to the shows because the guys are smart <laughs> <laughs> but i have a lot of friends in bands it's friends true and, and you gotta go support everybody so i try as much as i can what was the last that. good show you went to tell me about uh, that. well i just went to the Dawkins show and the i Centrix saw that i was at the whiskey at the whiskey yeah and the centrix which is a great girl-fronted band um what's it called it's the centrix centrix they played Shout with them the centrix yeah, and um, Tencent Revenge played with them. Okay. And there's a band. My favorite band right now is Wings of Steel. Wings and of Steel. And it's a Swedish singer, uh, Leo, and Parker Haloub is the guitarist, and he is he lives here in LA. I I, I was looking one day like I would just like to feed. I don't know what was going on or how I ended up finding them, and I think they were in Europe. And I just messaged and I said, "Oh, are you in Germany?" Because I used to live there. And he, he said, yeah, we were, my guitar, I'm a singer's from here, but I live in Thousand Oaks. And I'm like, I live in Thousand Oaks. I go to the Oaks. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I got turned on to their music. And uh, it's just very reminiscent of the old Halloween, Iron Maiden, amazing hype, you know, the range of the singer. Nice. Parker's guitar playing is insane. And I have a good friend, um, James Norton, who just came out here from Texas. That is the most amazing shredder in the universe and wow he's um the greatest guy greatest greatest great attitude is also a cancer survivor wow of the same cancer eddie had oh wow so um he's out here you know starting to kill it uh -huh. and uh great person and you know just doing sessions and and you know stuff like that and so before we wrap this up here's here's a question that i always like to ask folks like you if somebody sees you out at the Rainbow or something mm -hmm. like that, would you say you're an approachable type person? Are you more kind of shy in the back or what? 
How 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 would how would somebody approach Lori Tucker? Have you met me? <laughs> right. I think I'm very approachable. Um, I think so too. And in saying that, it's because people approach me a lot and say, you know, especially if somebody I know will tell somebody, oh, she did this or that, um, and there's just such a big '80s resurgence. Yeah, you know, there is a resurgence right now. Yeah, of the 80s. music and you know all that, and you know we live here. We got the Sunset Strip. We got the Rainbow and the whiskey, and still so far, you know, the Viper Room and things like that. And so, you know, people get excited about people that actually lived it. And so I have people come up to me. All You're a rock. She's a rock star. Come on now. <laughs> now I just need to learn how to play an instrument. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, I heard you in the background singing over there. You have a great voice. So stand up. Let me let me give you a hug. Thank you guys for tuning in. This is the Scooney G Daily Dose podcast with my friend Lori Tucker here. Lori, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you so much go. for having me. I know you remember my tall tribe. I love it. All right. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Scoonie G's Daily Dose Podcast. Come on, y'all. Turn up. Who's with me? Uh. Yeah.